Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Danny Wexelman, pride of Eureka and of MLB Network Radio, is with us. Danny, good morning. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Good morning, gang. Everyone's here early Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk some baseball, but just always a pleasure to get to hang out with you guys in the morning. And Danny, I know this is one of your favorite times of year. When we get to trade deadline time, you love this, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know why? Because I think it's an opportunity for guys who maybe aren't having the best season who get traded and then they go off and, and they make a name for themselves and you see teams add and get better. You start to see the separation in baseball. And you also kind of see what teams might start to look like in 2024, the next year, right? This is a chance to start to build for the next season. That's half of the league. And then the other half of the league, actually even more than half of the league, they're starting to turn their attention to the postseason because with the new format, guys, it's so interesting right now because there's actually more teams in play than there used to be because you have more opportunities to get in, which is good for baseball. So there are less teams right now who are scratching their head trying to figure out, all right, what are we going to do? But yeah, it's just exciting. There's so much to talk about. And I just think it gives a chance to talk about other players, not just the superstars around the league. Danny, speaking of talking about all of this, we've been talking about the trade rumors about every day and the latest one coming out this weekend. We were talking about this morning, Bob Nightingale mentioning some names that he thinks that could be traded. Wilson Contreras, he also mentioned on the trading block. What do you make of that report? Yeah, did you guys like that? Just stirring the pot a little bit. That's what, <laughs> that's what I felt when I saw that. There's absolutely no way that John Mozeliak is trading Wilson Contreras. There is absolutely no way. Five years, $87 million. That guy is sitting in St. Louis, and he's going to learn this staff, and he's going to learn it well, <laughs> and he's going to be the guy. Andrew Kisner is under contract, I believe, for two more years until he's a free agent. You've got a guy, Ivan Herrera, who's in AAA. He could be the next guy. You could call him third on the depth chart for the Cardinals. And then you got a couple top prospects. They only drafted one catcher this year. That should really tell you where their investments are right now. One catcher, a college guy, and that's it. So you're looking at Wilson Contreras, you're looking at Andrew Kisner, and then you've got Herrera, who's in AAA, who's who's pretty good. And he could be he could be a good backup depending on what happens. But no, they're gonna invest in Contreras. I think they realized after the entire situation just went unhinged that they've got some cleaning up to do. They've got to set him up to succeed. They've got to put Wilson in a position to succeed with this team, whether that means putting in extra work this next spring. You can't blame the WBC. You can't really point fingers at anyone except for the organization for not putting him in a better situation. Is he the best catcher in the league? No. He's not, and it's not even close. He's not even in the top 10 right now, and especially behind the plate. He's not, but that's where they committed their money, and they need to now invest in him in a way to figure out how to make him better because you're also going to have a whole new crop of arms coming in, right? There are guys who are about to be leaving this organization, not just because they're Adam Wainwright and this is it for them. The trade deadline, the offseason, you're going to have a whole new crop of arms coming in, and he's going to have to learn them and figure out how to do better behind the plate because that's what the expectations are, and that's what the standards are in St. Louis. Danny, you talk about the trade deadline and, and people leaving. It seems as though the Cardinals are only going to get prospects in return. Is there a, a potential for a, a player that could 
could come back to the Cardinals with the guys that they could be trading away? Or is it mainly going to be prospects that we're looking for for the 2024 season? Well, I really hope that they're going to get a guy who is more major league ready than just the prospects. But I will say this. I think this is really important for people to understand why Jordan Montgomery and Jack Flaherty could be traded. They're about to be free agents in the offseason. If you let them walk, if you let them walk and you offer them that qualifying offer and they don't accept it, you get the draft pick compensation and that's it. So if you trade them now, you have the opportunity to get the draft prospects and or the top prospects, excuse me, and get the guys to start to get them in your farm system and cultivate them and develop them. If you let Jack Flaherty and Jordan Montgomery get to free agency, you ultimately get nothing in return. Draft pick compensation is great. It's not good enough right now in my eyes. And so I think that there you have to look at, okay, we're going to get top prospects back. I'm looking at the Dodgers. They have a ton of arms. In their top 10 top prospects, a ton of arms that are going to be really good. They also have Emmett Sheehan. Emmett Sheehan already made his debut. He's with the Dodgers right now. So he's getting a little taste of what it's like. That could be a possibility. I also think the Dodgers are really trying to go after Shohei Otani. So I don't know who's going to be available. But prospects are really important. Get them in your organization and start to develop them and and try to teach them what it means to be a Cardinal. How do we pitch? How do we go about our business? What does it mean to be a pitcher in the Cardinals organization? So top prospects are great. You're going to get them. You're going to get a couple guys. But you also have to remember that Jordan Montgomery is not having – this season that they'd hoped for. Jack Flaherty is, has not returned exactly to the form that they had hoped for. So I'm unsure of the return that they're going to get for these guys, but they are going to get prospects nonetheless. And I think that that's way better than the alternative of getting to free agency and only getting the draft pick compensation. Danny, you're up there in New York. What do you think the Yankees are going to do? Oh, my gosh. Isn't that the million-dollar question right now? I mean, listen, they're coming off a series against the Royals, so I think that the numbers are a little inflated right now. In my eyes, Aaron Judge has been out for a while, right? That's that's the big, flashy name there. Even if you get Aaron Judge back, I still don't know how much damage you can really do. Their bullpen was the best in baseball in the first half. They have gone to shambles at this point. They're just out of the American League wildcard race. So I think they could get in. Do I think they have enough to really get them past that round? No. So right now I'm kind of looking at Glaber Torres. He's a guy I think that they could get a nice return for. He's been one of their best offensive pieces. And and he could be a guy that you could see on the trade block coming up here in, in the next week or so. But by no means do I think that they're going to be massive buyers. I don't think that's the play. What's interesting about the Yankees that you don't really see in other divisions is that they're a fourth or fifth place team right now with the Red Sox. They are above 500. They have a positive run differential. And on it, in any other division, they would maybe be a first or second place team. But they're in the American League East. So for me, I think they're sitting pat. It's not a rebuild. It's not a full blow up. Maybe they get a couple pieces for 2024. I know that you follow the MLB draft and cover it closely. What do you make of Chase Davis? He was able to get his uh, first professional hit this past weekend. Do you think that he's somebody that we could see within uh, St. Louis here soon for the Cardinal system? Oh not not super soon, but sooner than typical. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I am such a fan of Chase Davis. I have a really big smile on my face right now. I've known Chase since he was in high school and watched him to go through his college journey and I think what everyone really needs to know about this guy is his heart 
and his determination because his freshman year at Arizona, he didn't really play the way he thought he would. He was the dude coming onto campus, and he didn't play a ton. And he took that time to learn and to grow and to support everyone else around him and start to just grow as a person because he knew he'd get his chance. And that, for me, speaks volumes. You want to talk about character and talk about a guy who fits in this organization, John Mozeliak and company, they knew exactly what they were doing when they picked a guy like Chase Davis. It's not just the skills that he has because, let's be honest, he he showed them off his junior year, but you didn't see it the entire time that he was in college. But they know what they have. He's a quality guy. I absolutely think you're going to see this guy in the big leagues sooner than later. And I'll tell you this, you are seeing that with the college draft guys. They are at a different level than you've ever seen before. I'll give you an example. The Angels organization, Zach Neto is their starting shortstop. Last year, last year in June, in, 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 in May, June, he was playing college baseball for Campbell. He was in college, and now he's their starting shortstop, and he's a damn good shortstop, and he will be. And that's exactly what you're going to see from these college guys. And Chase Davis is no different. I think the world of this kid, I'm so excited that he's a part of this organization, and, and I think that fans are going to absolutely love him. Dan, is there any chance that the Mets trade Max Scherzer or Justin Verlander? Ooh, you're getting spicy. You didn't even 9 a.m. I know it's even earlier for you guys. We're already getting spicy. Here's where I sit with it. Uh, two things. Number one, it's really complicated, right, because of Max's contract, because of the no-trade clauses. So, so those two things, I think, stand out the most to me. I think that if they want to capitalize on this moment and they find an organization that would be willing to take Max's salary, to take his complicated contract – and also take a guy who is not the Max Scherzer that we know. Let me caveat, I love Max Scherzer. I still think he's a shark on the mound. I still fear him. But but I don't think that he's exactly the guy that signed up for the monster contract, the 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 contract, the kind of contract that we don't really see in baseball handed out to a guy of his age, right? He got he got paid for what he's done not necessarily what they thought he could do in my eyes. And it's hurting the Mets right now tremendously. It's hurting them. I don't know if a team would take him, but I'll say this. Every team needs a guy who's going to eat innings. Every team needs a guy who's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. The Mets need to figure it out fast because they need to start to turn the page a little bit when it comes to the younger guys and developing their own guys in a better way. Justin Verlander staying. there's no scenario I could see that guy leaving this organization. I think Max is a little bit more likely, um, but, but I I ultimately, I think they stand pat with those guys and you're going to see them in, in a Mets uniform next year. Do I think that's the right thing? No, but, but I think it's really tough with the contracts that they have and the money that's been offered. I don't know a major league team that would be willing to take on the majority of those contracts and then also take guys that are not playing up to their potential. And the last thing I'll say about that is that, You could blow everything I'm saying up, and the second a guy hits a new organization, it's like they get a new lease on life. Aaron Hicks, right, DFA'd by the Yankees. He's playing some of his best baseball with the Orioles right now. Joey Gallo, same thing with the Yankees. Maybe it's a Yankees thing. Maybe it's a New York thing. I don't know. You know, now he's he's with the Twins. But I I just think that both those guys are going to be in the Mets uniform, and and they're going to figure it out, and they're going to have to figure out how to land their pitches and and evolve as they – you know, make their way into the Hall of Fame in the next decade. 
Danny Wexelman, the pride of Eureka. Always good to hear your voice. Always fun to listen to you on MLB Network Radio, too. Well, thank you guys so much. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of this week because I know it's going to get hot and heavy. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Danny. See you later. Thanks, guys. See ya. Danny Wexelman, you can hear her on MLB Network Radio. And great to have her with us here on 101 ESPN.